A German writer named Goethe once wrote, I have come to the frightening conclusion that I am the decisive element. It is my personal approach that creates the climate. It is my daily mood that makes the weather. I possess tremendous power to make life miserable or joyous. I can be a tool of torture or an instrument of inspiration. I can humiliate or humor, hurt or heal. In all situations, it is my response that decides whether a crisis is escalated or de-escalated and a person is humanized or dehumanized. If we treat people as they are, we make them worse. If we treat people as they ought to be, we help them become what they are capable of becoming. So beautiful. Our minds are so powerful. They change the atmosphere. They change everything that is happening around us. Perspective gives us everything. So it's really important that we take note of where our perspectives are not only coming from, but also how we're delivering them and how we are handing them out to others. Anyway, as I always say, make your day beautiful. Y'all ready? Let's go. Hello lovers, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Love Manifested Podcast. My name is Shahara, and I'm so happy that you could join us today, that you're here to listen with us. We are here having authentic conversations, and we hope that you will be inspired, encouraged, and empowered in seeking your own personal relationship with God. Um, We believe that God is love, and um, since this is His very purpose, his presence, his makeup, his nature. Um, We just hope to illuminate love manifested in each other so that we could see better, having more of a spiritual vision and spiritual discernment um, that we could choose better in the decisions that arise today, but ultimately impact our tomorrow and be better all around for ourselves and those we do life with. And we do that by sharing our experiences with one another. So that's why we're here and we're happy that you could join us today. I'm a little bit nervous. This today, ah, let me breathe. Today is a very, um, uh, a very special day for me. All of the guests that we've had thus far and that we will ever have are very special and in their own right and for for a multitude of reasons but today i have to say that i'm so excited and i'm (laughs) excited is not a good word i'm over the moon ecstatic right now but i'm also very tempered i'm trying to be tempered and controlled because i'm sitting across from someone who 
um, is one of the reasons why Love Manifested has survivors of the world um, as part of our um, platform and as part of our uh, our box on which we stand. And so I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. But as you all know, we have a heart culture on the podcast and we introduce all our guests by their heart, not by their titles. Um, We just really want you to get to know who they are at their heart space first, because while accolades and titles and positions and books we've written and all these things are very important and to be applauded. Um, they don't always tell us about a person's heart. They give us a little glimpse. So that's why I introduce my guests by their hearts. So today, this woman who sits across from me right now. Ah, okay, she's got the biggest, I wish you could see her right now. She has the hugest <laughs> smile on her face. And it makes me smile. And I, I her heart is one of the most purest hearts I've ever encountered in my life. Um, her heart is fiery. It's passionate. Um, it's also sensitive and protective. Um, it's endearing and enduring. Um, uh, she has a heart of perseverance, and she's very warm at her heart space, and she has a heart of servitude, um, of nurturance. She loves to nurture and she's always looking for how she can help someone or serve someone or, you know, make them feel welcome. She makes everybody that comes into her presence feel welcome. And um, her heart is huge. It's huge and it's full of love. And so um, I could go on and on and on and on and on and on, but I will spare you because I know her and I want to get into this beautiful conversation we're about to have, everyone. If you're not in your car driving right now, please stand up and welcome. We call her Linda. She's my aunt. Welcome, Linda, to the show. Welcome. Why, thank you so much. <laughs> and it's such a pleasure for me to be here and speaking with mm, my niece. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad you are here in the room. And um, I'm so looking forward to this. So I have to say, I I mentioned a few minutes ago that um, Survivors of the World, um, which is a piece of Love Manifested, that it actually was placed on my heart before I even came up with Love Manifested. And so um, one of the key um, inspirations for that was you. And um, you inspired me because when I think of, when I've sat with a lot of women and I've heard all these stories, I talk about this frequently on the podcast here, um, and I've heard all these stories from different women and I've seen in a room full of women how Um, number one, sharing their stories helps someone in the same room that had no idea, but also that, um, when we, that there's many things that one can survive. And I mean, people, your mind instantly, the obvious things are some type of disease or some type of traumatic event, like a car accident or something, but people have survived 
all kinds of things. They've survived childhood traumas and um, divorce, um, abandonment from a parent. Um, there, there's just so many things. You have refugees. You have um, addictions, depression. People don't look at it that way, but that's what the word means. You're overcoming. You're, you're able to live past these, these events that we encounter. But I always think of you, and you were the key element in me beginning that survivors of the world was because of your story and what you went through, what you've been through. And we're going to get into that, hopefully. I hope we do at some point. But I'm so happy to have you here. So she's my aunt, so I can't tell you guys how I know her. Um, Let's see. I was born to her sister, and there we were. The end. Right? Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, what can I say about you that they don't that they need to know about us? She has been um, since I was a little girl. I'll talk about that. Um, I think you moved to Switzerland when I was two. Yes. And so when I was two years old, she moved to Switzerland with her husband and lived there for twenty five years as yep. total. But uh, so when I was two years old, they moved and they would come back to America um, ever so often and visit, obviously, and stay at our house. And I would get so excited because (laughs) I got to come, you know, I would get so excited to see you and and Uncle Hannes and go up and and hang out with you guys. And um, I just thought she was like so elegant and so classy and so just poised and I just used to look at her in awe like oh my goodness and she lives in Switzerland and she speaks German fluently and all of these things that I just as a little girl and the way you dressed and the way you carried yourself just with so much class and um, (laughs) she's making faces at me (laughs) And so I just remember that, and I and I, you know, got to speak French with with Uncle Hannes when I was little, and I just really loved it. And when we would go visit you guys, he was an amazing chef. He is an amazing chef, and so I learned a lot of my um, love for chefing came from him and from you guys. Everything I know about wine basically started with you guys, and so. Um, those were very special memories for me that I have. Um, and when you came back to America, it was wonderful because we got to spend a lot of time together. And uh, we're like we're like very close. I, I say we're like best friends. Exactly. We get to spend time and we're very close. And don't tell mom that I said <laughs> that because she's going to give me so much but uh yeah it just was um i just i looked up to you in a way oh that's nice (laughs) (laughs) so i I could tell you're a little nervous you just clammed up a little bit you were full of words a few minutes ago (laughs) sure i'm telling you i'm just I'm just kind of getting myself comfortable. Okay. And I'm listening to you give me all these compliments and everything. I love them. (laughs) And so I'm just going to continue to listen. Okay. And accept all the compliments. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was beautiful having you um, in my life. You've taught me so much. And 
you always um, you're always a place of like a, a heart checkpoint for me. You know, you're always checking on me. What are you doing? Oh, that's good. Oh, you're always so supportive and you're so um, available for whatever I need, whatever my children need. They love you dearly. And so those are my babies. <laughs> yes. Those are my babies. Those are your babies. Yes. And I just think, you know, I know um, you were, you're uh, one of the women in my life who who wanted to have children but wasn't able to. Exactly. And um, I often think, not that it's, not that I would celebrate that, but mm-hmm. I think it's a blessing also because if you had your own children, I don't know if you'd have enough time for me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I always have time for you. <laughs> no, so, but I just tell you, you know, for myself, yeah, I did have a, a, a son. What? I had a son. And my son is your son. <laughs> because that was so amazing. You got to witness. So amazing to witness this. And I'm telling you, I was so excited. I was just looking. I was looking more than, than the, what do you call it? The, the, the lady. My midwives. Yeah, midwives. Yeah. They were looking. They almost had to tell me, would you get out of the way? Because <laughs> I'm looking. He's the and first of, the, uh, of my mother's grandchildren and her grandnieces and nephews. He's the only one that she got to see be born. Yes. Actually come out. And that and he's the youngest of the <laughs> So incredible. And Barry and I, mm-hmm. Barry mm-hmm. And I we have <laughs> such... Uh, uh, rapport with each other. Yeah. We are so close. We laugh. We talk. We can talk about anything, just yes. like I can talk with you, mm-hmm. Shahara. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. <laughs> I just love it. But it's just so nice, you know, because, like, like you said, you know, I w- I wasn't able to have children, but there must have been a reason. And so I think the reason is because I've got all the children I can possibly want. Yes, I you're have an amazing yours aunt and, all and my great aunt. aunt. Yes. yes. Yes, and I yeah, love them. Are. I love them all. Mm, and we so all cool. are good together. Yeah. We part. Well, we, yeah, we party together. You know, <laughs> I try to, you know, <laughs> you know, give some good examples. But uh, sometimes, you know, I just hang with them, you know, and I start acting just like them. I'm just a kid. <laughs> She's the fun aunt. If anyone's wondering, she's everyone has one in their family. She's that one, and she's that one. Till, till from the beginning to the <laughs> yes, end. Yes. <laughs> She's the one you want to be around at the party. Ooh. She is the party. Ooh. So I could get into, I could talk about you all day and how beautiful and how much I love you. And I'm just thankful to have you because what we're about to talk about, I already know. Um, this was one of the first, you were one of the first guests I wanted to have on. Mm-hmm. And so here we are, and uh, the timing is impeccable, as God's timing is always impeccable. Yes. So, um, but first, do you know what time it is, girl? I forgot what I was supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know what time it is. (laughs) This one right here. You know, I have to prep her a little bit because... She forgets things sometimes, yeah, I, and it's okay. I do. It's all good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. You, you'll, like I said, I'll just lead you, but yeah. what time it is, it is my favorite time yeah, well, of the podcast. It is now love happy hour time. So Happy hour. 
Hi. <laughs> yes. So it's my favorite time in the show. I ask okay. you to, um, we ask our guests to BYOL, bring your own love to Love Happy Hour. And this is something that you love and you want to share with me. And so I'm very excited because we have to share the things we love with each other, with, with one another, so that you know we can spread more love throughout the world. And this is my favorite part, my favorite. Anyway, yes, so yes, yes, yes. what did you bring today to share with me that you absolutely love? And she was having a hard time because she was like, I love so many things. <laughs> I was like, just pick one. <laughs> I have to say that, you know, because um, one thing for sure is you always smell very good, and I say delicious, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and I always try to find, you know, some of the, the smells that you have or something close to them. Uh-huh. And then I just say, oh, okay, she has that kind of smell. I say, oh, but I like this. And so, therefore, I'm always going to little different little boutiques or going to some stores, yeah. bed, bath, or body works or whatever. Yeah. And I've got found this 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 body cream okay and the name just really floored me because this is exactly where i'm at okay among the clouds okay and i say i just love this and this is something that i just know that my sweetie over here she's just going to love it so much (laughs) because we're gonna smell just alike oh yeah I love that. But, and you always smell incredible, too, now. Come on. Yeah, but no, sweetie. We are a family that smells good. Yeah. I think you know, we all smell. Because yeah. I, we have, I have, yeah. Yeah. So, but what this, do we have here? But this is, I'm Ooh. presenting this to you, and I Thank tell you, you. you're Ooh. going to love it. Because oh, you guys. it's that, you know, that shea butter, yes. you know, and it's whipped, you know. All kinds of butter, Ooh. shea butter and cocoa butter. I'm you know, telling you, my I'm telling you, girl. I'm telling it's you. called Among the Clouds, and it is a Bath and Body Works product. And oh, you guys, look at this! Let me smell it. Mmm. Oh, that smells. Mmm. That smells really good. Let me get a little some of this on. And I'm telling you, it's incredible. Oh, thank you for looking out for my smell good ministry. Because <laughs> I gotta be can't be showing up funky. And then it then, then it makes your oh, skin so shine soft. and stuff. Because you know what? Your skin is so soft, mm. and you've always said that mine was soft. Yeah. But no, 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 no. No. You have pretty feet. <laughs> you have beautiful, soft skin. Aww, and I just so say to sweet. myself, you know what? Oh, this is wonderful. I just love my niece. I love <laughs> both of my nieces. And, I mean, yes. all my all my family. Yes. And I just love everybody smells good. They're soft. You know? Oh, this is... No, Auntie Nani, oops, I'm... <laughs> You have the softest skin. Her skin is so soft. It is softer than a newborn baby's skin. I'm telling you, I promise you. We're not going to get into this tit-for-tat thing right now. Yes, going to say. But your skin is softer than mine. But thank you for the compliment. That means a lot coming from you. This smells incredible, and it's so smooth. I like it Well, I just want to say one thing, sweetie. You know, I have to be careful because I'm going to have to do beep, beep. (laughs) Okay, we have a beep button. (laughs) I apologize now for anything that may come out of her mouth that is not, Beat. shall we say, <laughs> copacetic. Okay. Okay. So, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm going to take a picture and 
Too bad you can't smell it, but go. Oh, I think this is a newer product, so yeah, well, you know how Bath and Body Works is. They get something good, and then they take it away, so run. Don't walk to your nearest right. Bath and Body Works. And that's grab right. some Among the Clouds. I love it. Mm, it smells so good. It Thank does. you. You're more than welcome, my pretty. So as, <laughs> so as we are here, you know that uh, we will do this part that I like to do mm-hmm. um, where we have a word association. And I'm going to tell you a word, and you are going to uh, tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So, um, and we're going to talk about what this word means to you and for you okay. and for your life. And we'll see where the Spirit leads us. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So your word is survive. Did you say survive? Survive and survivor. Either okay. way. Well, it's like this for me. The first thing comes to mind. Yeah. When, you know, I don't say that I, I want to think of bad things where, where, you know, things happen and you say, oh, I got to find a way to survive. But in a way, this is what it is. Because, I mean, survive, that means whether you're having uh, uh, with food, with uh, uh, walking down the street, with driving. When something happens, the first thing sh- that comes to my mind is I got to make sure that I can survive if it's something that I'm up underneath something or, and I can't get out. Mm. Linda, you got to survive. And yeah. uh, so for me... Surviving. <laughs> yeah. And survivor. Yes, I am a survivor. And uh, <laughs> one thing for me for a survivor, I say fight. You think of fighting. You have to fight. You think of fighting. And yeah. you think of, ex- the way I see it, the mighty power that's above me. Yeah. Because when I know that it's something very hard for me and I can't seem to get my scruples together to think and say, well, Linda, you know, I look up and I say, I need your help. Yeah. Tell me how to do it. I have an idea, but I want to know really how to do it because you're the only one that can tell me and you're the only one that can survive. Yeah. And you will help me survive. Yeah, he does do that. So, I want to I want to I want to talk about what you've survived. And I want to talk about how it's been for you. So, you are a three-time breast cancer survivor. Yes, I am. And um I know that because I've not the first time I was very young. Mm-hmm. The first time you found out you were 40 42. Two. Okay. And you were in Switzerland still. Yes. And so um, I was very young, obviously. And so you were there and not here. And yes. your family was here, this part of your family. Your husband and his family were there with you on that side. And then that was the first time. And then the second two times you were here back home in America. Yes. And so there's a lot of people that 
have in some way, shape, or form been touched mm-hmm. by cancer. Yes. Um, they've been touched either directly or indirectly or a little bit further down the line. They know someone. Yes. Unfortunately, this is not something that... It touches more people than we want it to. Yes, you're right. And some make it through into survivor, to call themselves a survivor, and some don't. Yes. Some haven't. So when you were dealing with that the first time, I know that it wasn't easy. So what was that like? A lot of times I'm... Uh, A lot of times I try to, because, I don't know, since I was 18, Mm -hmm. even though there was Didi before Mm -hmm. that, but I was still, I was young. Yes. Since I was 18, cancer has been something, a part of my life that um, I've had the honor and privilege to walk alongside several people Mm -hmm. um, on their walk and on their journey. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know why. God has put me in a position like that since I was 18. Mm -hmm. And I mean, very close to me Mm -hmm. and devastating situations. Um, But uh, for some reason, that's been how it's been for me. And so um, I've walked with husbands and wives, you know, the spouse or the mate of the person who's been diagnosed. Yes. And one thing that I always often try to convey to them as they are trying to process because it gets difficult at a point. Once the treatments start. So one thing I always try to convey to those um, walking alongside as a mate or a spouse um, or a partner is, you know, just to remember that when the, the moment that that word, that diagnosis is handed down to someone, because I've been in the room, their life changed from that moment of just hearing it moving forward. And usually they don't hear much after they hear you have, or we think it's, yes. there's a possibly a good chance we saw. Yes. They don't hear much past those words. And the doctor's they usually don't. still talking. Yeah, they don't. And so when it gets hard for the mates, I always try to remind them that while this is very difficult and I want to honor you in your difficult space right now, mm-hmm. just remember that. I know you see them and they're not acting the way you're used to them acting or mm-hmm. they're requesting things or their behavior is strange, I try to remind them of that first initial moment mm-hmm. because that's the moment that changes everything mm-hmm. for that person receiving the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And whether you're there at the doctor by yourself or you're with someone else. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I know I'm sensitive to that. So what was that like for you? Now the word survive. Yeah. That kicks in. Because it's like this, I was lucky. I didn't go in because they diagnosed me as I had cancer. I went in for, Mm -hmm. I I can say. You can say it. I went in for a hysterectomy. Yeah. Because, you know, I was having so many problems and stuff. So the doctor and my husband was also a doctor. So Mm -hmm. therefore, we talked about it. And he said to me, Linda, that's the best thing to do because... uh, yeah, you can't have you can kids. Have kids yeah. So therefore, you know, why do you keep torturing yourself? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, that's good. So therefore, I went into the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you go into the hospital in Switzerland, well, I'm sure everywhere, but 
I stay in Switzerland because uh, that's your experience, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, well, at that I, time. Uh, you know, first thing they do is you know they examine everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, of course they take blood and all this stuff, but you know they really examine the body and you know they go through you know just everything to make sure that there's nothing else mm-hmm. before they start doing their work. Right. And so therefore, the doctor she was a very nice lady, mm-hmm. and. Uh, she was always kind of messing with the breast area, you know. Mm-hmm. She kept doing stuff. And, you know, I am one that's very observant. Yes. And I kept watching her because mm-hmm. I'm watching her eye and her face movements to see what, you know. Because yeah. you, you can always tell <laughs> when there's something. Yeah, yeah. If there's something wrong. Yeah. So I kept watching her and stuff. And so she's looking and she's thinking. And I said, I'm thinking too, you know. And I said, I know exactly what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. So then after that, you know. I asked her, I said, what, is there something unusual on, on my breast uh, that uh, you don't like, or is there something wrong? She goes, oh, no, 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 I'm just checking, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, ah, she ain't telling me the truth. But mm-hmm. that's okay. I know I'm still in good hands. And so when I went through all the, the operation, the whole bit, mm-hmm. and uh, then when I woke up, you know, in recovery, and I noticed I was all wrapped up like I was some kind of Christmas present or something. You know, I was all wrapped up with stuff, and I'm looking, and I'm saying, you know, and these, you know, and then you know, hey, I, I almost forgot I was speaking German, right. and they're talking German to me, and I'm looking at them like, well, where the, where the hell am I? And I'm looking up, and then the lady said to me, I said. Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And she says, please, please be still. And I said, you know, but she's talking in German. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say it to you in English. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, well, what happened? She says, oh, you had a very serious operation. Oh. And I said, but what? What did I have? She says, you had breast cancer. And I said, what? Caught me off guard. But I didn't have to suffer until and wait until the operation right. started because I had no idea. Had yeah, had you, no had idea. The, you had that operation already. Right, right. Uh-huh. And so therefore, I didn't have time to get scared. Mm-hmm. I think, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my, mm-hmm. what am I, oh, mm-hmm. help me mm-hmm. somebody. I didn't have time to get scared. So the only thing I said to myself, Linda, accept it. Mm-hmm. Now, Linda, what's your next move? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, we got to figure out how to fight this thing. And I said, and... I have common sense. You know, everybody don't have it, but I do have some. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the only thing I said, Linda, whatever you do, when you're scared to fight, mm. you don't do well. Mm. So I said, listen. That's good. Don't get scared. That's this is good. something big, but don't get scared. And try to figure out a way you're going to fight this thing, mm. and you're going to come out on the top. Mm. And my husband, he was so incredible he said Linda we gotta do this we gotta do that but you know we did all this talking but in the meantime you know I I just had to go through you know uh, realizing I had it Mm. and then realizing how I'm gonna work with this yeah and how are my friends going to work with this because I'm not one that I do not take pity well I'm not a person you're gonna sit there and cry and all this stuff because you ain't gonna do that stuff you gotta get out Mm. Because you're not going to make me weak. Mm. That's what makes a person weak. And you've got to accept it. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, you've got to accept it. 
because this is your life, and the only way you're going to deal with this stuff and the way it's going to work mm-hmm. is you got to say, I got a plan. Mm-hmm. It's going to work. Yeah, you got to do a little flipping here and there as far as food or whatever, you know, because you know, yeah. I love to have a little glass here and there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, I said, well, you know, I'm going to kind of push that to the side because I'm, you know, I'm going to still do my thing, you know. Right, right, right. But uh, I just knew that I had to change, you know, way of eating, the way of thinking, yeah. the way of just everything. And the first time you had, did you have chemo? Yes, I I've had chemo every time. Right. Okay. And but did you have? You didn't have. Yes, you had radiation the first yeah, time too. You had I both. Had, yeah, all of them. I had everything. You know, usually sometimes I thought maybe this last time I was going to say, oh, well, I don't have to have radiation. No, I had to have everything. And, and so, so the first time you're in Switzerland, you go through your treatments. My, I know my mom flew out immediately. Yes, she and, did. And gang, uh, Gango, your yes. mother, my grandmama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know they flew out immediately yes. when they found out. Yes. I remember. The funny thing is, so when I was little, I think I, I don't know if I've spoke about this before, but uh, when I, <laughs> I was little and she was in Switzerland, y'all, um, <laughs> I always knew when my mother was speaking to her on the phone <laughs> because number one we had the 10 key phone so they had the the light up buttons there's 10 lines <laughs> and so um you know line one and line two were for the for my parents and then the boys all the sons the boys had a line the girls had a line then there was an office line mm-hmm. so whenever line one was lit up for more than like two hours oh, it would be yeah. two to three to four hours yes. i said oh she's talking to auntie nani I know who she's talking to. And then, because her room was quite a nice distance from mine, the laughter that would be coming (laughs) from her room, uh, she's definitely on the phone with her sister. And so uh, that would happen, and you guys would be on the phone laugh. I don't even know what you guys would talk about for all that time back then. And y'all know, back then, those of you that are younger than, I don't know, 35, 40, you don't remember that we didn't have cell phones or something. We didn't, and, and right. how expensive it was to call other countries. Okay. Yeah. So those phone bills were, were excessive, but I just remember <laughs> that. But I also remember this day that she got the call. Yes. That you had cancer. Yes. And I remember. Boy, her, I, let uh, me stop wait. you for one second. Okay. Because the thing about it was when I did, when I found out I had cancer and then I, we first had to find out what I had to go through. Yes. Was I going to, were they going to give me chemo? Yeah. And then did, was I going to have radiation? And the doctor told my husband and said, if she was my wife, yeah. yes, I want her to have everything there is to make sure that she's going to be okay. Right. And so the first thing. And this thing, is in the 80s. Yes. So let's, I want to put that in perspective so that we can remember this is the 80s. Medicine has changed drastically since yes. then. And on. so anyway, so then my husband was, said to me, he said, well, okay, I think maybe I should call, uh, it's time to call uh, Glow, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my sister. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so anyway, so then I told her, I said, no, not yet. And he said, why? I said, because I don't want her to get worried. Because, yeah. see, I'm not worried. Right. I said, because as long as I know that everything is being taken care of, mm-hmm. I said, I don't want her to get worried. Mm. And so 
She kept calling me, and I wouldn't answer. <laughs> oh, shame on you. And she started, then she started calling. She knew. Yeah, she started calling Something my mother-in-law. Yeah. Then she's calling everybody that she had a number in Switzerland. And she kept calling, and she finally got a hold of, of my husband. And she goes, where's Linda? Oh. And so I said, what? But, like, he didn't even know who I was. <laughs> what? Because I told him, don't you dare tell her. <laughs> and she goes, where's Linda? Oh, my goodness. Something's wrong. And so I said, no, no, everything's fine. It's just fine. I was still, because I was in the hospital, they kept me for a month. Oh. Yeah. And so she knew you were going to have the hysterectomy. She's calling to see how the surgery went. Yeah, well. See, this is now, okay, I'm getting the backstory, y'all. This and so, anyway, but you know, I just knew that she's going to ask all these questions. So then at the end, I was going to have to tell her it all. Right. But I was but trying to. But you were trying to get the plan and yeah, get your mind yeah, right. Yeah, get everything together. Coach Rob, she was getting her mind right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and so, I had to tell her, you know, because yeah. after she, he says, you tell Linda that I said, I'm going to call her at this time, and she better pick up that phone. <laughs> so I picked it up, and I laughed. We laughed and giggled and stuff. So she asked me the question. I said, well, okay, I'll tell you. So she said, well, boy, tell me why not. Mm. Then I told her. Yeah. I said, the big C. I said, it ain't cash. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it ain't cash. <laughs> And, mm. you know, she said, oh, my God, I'm coming at once. I said, for what? Mm. I said, hey, I got things under control. Mm. So I said, I'm good. She says, you know what, because I'm coming. Mm-hmm. And she dropped everything and yep. she came. And so we just, you know, hanging out. And then mm. I was telling her what I thought the plan was going to be and this and that. And I told her, I said, but listen, please do not feel sorry for me. Yeah. Don't get sad. Don't have a sad face. I want you to laugh and talk. And we laugh and giggle like we've always done. Right. And uh, I said, because when you do, when you start feeling sorry for me, mm-hmm. I said, you're, you're making me weak. Mm-hmm. I said, and I can't be weak. I got to stay strong mm-hmm. because this is the only way I'm going to beat him. Mm-hmm. I said, and if he comes back again, I said, I'll just kick him beep again. <laughs> so therefore, uh, <laughs> she's, she's censoring her own self. You're so cute. <laughs> so then after that she says okay you know and I also said this to all my girlfriends mm-hmm. and I said listen I said I don't want to hear see no tears no sadness I don't want no wiggly yeah. voices Yeah, you talk to me like uh, hey everything's cool because it is mm. and if they didn't I just threw them out I threw them out of my room mm. and I just said I don't want to talk with you because you know you make me weak mm. I said and I'm not a weak person Mm. And so this is the way it went. And for me, I would say I know it's still uh, a disease that uh, you don't know if it's up or down. Yeah. But the way you can help yourself, I find, is that mighty power up above you. Yeah. Positive thinking. Yeah. You have to be positive. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And don't let anybody else feel sorry for you because that's taking your power away. Mm. And you need to be powerful for this man, this this thing that you, you're dealing with. Yeah. So I, I would always smile about it, you know, and they go, oh, well, you had, ah, yeah, had. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, oh, but oh, how, what? Listen, mm-hmm. we're not going to discuss that because I don't want you to feel, mm-hmm. uh, you to think that I'm going to give you uh, all this information about, you know, uh, saying, well, 
oh my god well how did you feel no i didn't I didn't. I never got that. You far. didn't allow yourself no. to get there because at one you got in lockstep right away. Yes. So in this in this moment in this first time, yes. You had a. Did you have uh, to have a mastectomy the first time? No. No. So you just had a lumpectomy. Yes. So they took a portion of the tissue that had the cancer. Yes. And then you. Um, and then you've completed your treatments all your yes. radiation and chemo yeah well okay and then you started you know you you went through that and you were feeling better and you got your reports and you were in remission yeah. everything right you you went on and I, yeah and you know like i was saying uh it, it it i've always looked at you as someone and i've told you this several times and i We'll always tell you this because I feel it's important that we tell each other how people how we make, how people make us feel. Yeah, well, yeah, well. You have shown me how witnessing you and your resilience. You have shown me that it is possible to put our mind and our faith in the highest position and in the highest regard within and strictly be so intentional about what we think, how we think, how we mm -hmm. proceed, mm -hmm. and how we trust God mm -hmm. that nothing can interfere. Mm -hmm. You didn't allow anything to interfere. And I know you had days. Of course, you have up yes. and down days. You're not saying, yes. oh, I was just ironclad the entire time. Yes. But you, and you, you have to allow yourself to have that. I had I had a few times, you know, where you know, I started to doubt myself, and yeah. I said, Linda, we can't do this. Yeah. I said, I know that, uh, yeah, you're strong, but you know, you still have those little thoughts that got kind of go swiveling through your head and stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. But hey, okay, I got them. I got those thoughts, but that doesn't mean anything to me. But it can be if I start really believing in them mm -hmm. and really listening to them. Yeah. And then I start scaring myself. Yeah. And once I start scaring myself, yes. then that weakens me. And yes. then then I start, you know, then it's like then I start searching and looking for answers from somebody else. No, right. no, no. My right. answers are within me. Yes. And that power up above. Yeah. And if anybody if if anybody's gonna give me the right answers, it's gonna be God. Yeah. That's who it is. And so the first time you didn't I remember you didn't have extremely Severe side effects. None. You had no side effects the None. first time. Yeah, well. Cakewalk. Look at also in the second, no side effects. And in the third. But the second time. So the first time, you didn't lose. You didn't, I'm ta we're talking oh, about. yeah. yeah okay, we're talking okay. about the vomiting and all these things that come Never with had chemo. It. Yeah. Sometimes come. Uh -huh. You didn't have that the first time. No. How long was it until you got it the second time? 15, 12 years. 12, 12 years. 12 years later. Yes. It pops up again, and now I remember this phone call. Yes. She got us all on the phone because you were feeling something in your armpit that didn't feel right. It right. felt like there was something, and it kept hurting and hurting and hurting. And just remember, it was on the same side. It was on the same side. Yes. And so um, you went in to go have it looked at. Yes. And that's when they found it. And mom called 
me and my brother and my sister. And um, I remember that call and said that it had come back again. Yes. So now this time, this is when they did the mastectomy, the singular mastectomy. Yes. And so they took the one side, that same side that already had the cancer before. Right. Because it's like, let's just take the breast. Yes. But they didn't take the nipple. They didn't take the nipple the second time. They didn't take the nipple. They left the nipple. They just took. And excuse me if this is a little graphic for (laughs) y'all. It's it's anatomy. Yes. It's the human body. Anatomy. So they did not remove the nipple. So they just removed the breast tissue. Yes. The entire breast tissue. Yes. And so then you had to start again with radiation and chemo. Yes. And for me, it's like, uh, hey, listen, I've been through it one time, and right. I know exactly how it goes, how it works. And, That's uh, the blessing. My uh, uh, reasoning and thoughts are still the same. Yes. No pity, yeah. no crying. But how did it, did it, to hear it the second time? In a way, it was kind of hard because for the reason it is I had asked why. Yeah. And, you know, Naturally. sometimes why never has an answer. <laughs> and uh, I said to myself, okay, Linda, you're not going to get an answer. Mm. But it's just there's still the thought, I was thinking why, so why? What is it am I supposed to go through? Mm. Am I supposed to be the one that conquers pain? Or mm. is this something that I'm missing mm. that I should have known mm. the first time? Yeah. And I just said to myself, I don't know, but uh, I think God's given it to me because he knows I can handle it. Mm. And uh, so for me, because he's watching me, I'm Mm. getting blessed constantly. Mm. I get miracles from him constantly. Mm. So it wasn't something that he says, well, no, I'm just going to make you suffer. No, I never suffered. I I just had to. Get my, my my grip. I had to get the grip together, and then I just said to myself, Linda, here we go again, but we're going to do this. Okay. And I'm going to have a good time doing it because I'm still that same strong person, and I need also the strength from my family. Yeah. And now I, you're here. Yes. You were in America. Yes. Back here, and, and um, so we're around you. Yes. And um, where we couldn't, you, now you had this part of your family yes. on this one. Yes. And so um, I know it got to the point where you were doing chemo, and this chemo was different. Yes, this was a harder one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and my veins were not that really that good. You know, I had such thin veins because, you know, one thing for sure, unfortunately, I'm not a water drinker. Mm-hmm. I know I should drink more water, but I'm drinking a lot of water now. I'm drinking a lot of water, JJ. I'm not going to get started on you. <laughs> you are you. doing better. I'm doing better. You're doing I much really better. am. I gave her some bougie water, as they call my water. <laughs> bougie water, because it's, it's kind of pinkish, because it has lemon and fresh lemon and blueberries in it. That's right. So she's drinking bougie water right but, now. But uh, that was my only problem was my veins, because, mm. you know, when they couldn't hit my vein, then that, would, that hurt me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I never complained i just said okay this is what comes with it and you're just gonna have to deal with it and then they put the port in so then Then i got the port that was helpful and that was really helpful very helpful so therefore i didn't even have to worry about any kind of pain they just stuck it right into the port and did what they had to do and then i was finished and went on my merry way Mm -hmm. but as far as 
the chemo that I had in Switzerland mm-hmm. was not as strong mm-hmm. as the uh, uh, as uh, as this dose that you got yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. And so when you ha- came to a point well, with your oh, go ahead. Okay, so and then therefore the one in Switzerland was just easy, you know. Did it. Until a certain point, then, you know, you start getting, you know, you start like you're running the marathon and you're going a thousand miles a minute. Wow. And then you start thinking and your head starts going crazy. And then you just you, you, you can't keep up with your thoughts because, you know, you just you, you got so much in you. Yeah. It's like you just you're just over. What do you, how do you say it? You're just over running or like you're getting ready to burn out. Mm. And uh, that was in Switzerland. And then here, it was stronger, and mm-hmm. it was, I mean, then it kind of hurt me a little bit, I would say, and to the point that I, you know, I just said, then I couldn't eat, yeah. because oh, my stomach that. was a little upset, but I never threw up. Yeah, I remember that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they kept saying, you got to eat, you got to eat, and I said, I'm trying. I took all kind of stuff, but I couldn't. It just, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't eat. I just wasn't hungry. And then that's when I went to my sister, and I said, listen, I need something. Mm-hmm. I said, but, uh, you know, I need help. Mm-hmm. I said, but, you know, hey, I, I don't give up, but I just need help. See, I know when to ask for it. And she says, okay, Linda, I got something for you. And she, she got, got something for something. me. <laughs> <laughs> she got something for me. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, and then it started to help you. Then that started to help me, and I was eating, I was happy, mm-hmm. and everything was, you know, just... And you're talking about medicinal cannabis. Let's not... We don't yeah, have well, to beat around this, the subject, because that's what it's for. That's right. Yeah. And that's what helped me eat. That helped me with everything Sleep. else. And if I never had, really, pain. Right. And all the pain pills and all these other pills they gave to, to me and said, right. well, you're going to have to take this, or you're going to have to do that. Right. I took none of them. Right. I didn't need them. And like I say, you know, I, I don't really care for pills. Right. So right, therefore, right, right. if I only take them if I have to yeah. have them. Yeah. So no, I did. Oh, I did well. I did very good. And then you came to the day. I oh. remember the day. Okay. And then when that. Oh, <laughs> that was really the, the the scary part was when I lost my hair. I mean, I had it cut very very short. And then I say, okay, well, this is going to be cool because in Switzerland, I never lost my hair. Right. Because I did have something to keep me from losing my hair. I had to shoot myself in the leg every day. Oh. Was yes. that some type of hormone? Yeah, it was some kind of a, you know, I went to, a, what do you call it, a homopath. Yes. And she gave me something that I had to shoot three weeks before the operation was going to start. Yes. And then I had to do it every single day yep. until, uh, let me see, until my chemo was over. Mm. And uh, that kept me from losing my hair. I mean, I got a little thin, but nothing, you know, nothing bad. But you this didn't time, lose all, yeah, you didn't just, your hair didn't fall out like. Yeah, this one fell out like, you know, hey, I just lifted it right off my head. And, you know, and, you know, mm. what is that little alfalfa, you know, the little, you know, the. The, the chia pet seed. You know, oh. yeah, the, the little oh, rascal. little rascal. <laughs> And they had their little hair just stuck up. That yeah. Was one that alpha, alpha. yeah. And uh, that was it. So I was bald, and that was that was a difficult moment. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, you were bald, and you were kind of a little self-conscious because very, this happens. Very, very. And it's okay to be self-conscious. 
And you were... You know what? Oh, excuse me. No, go ahead, please. I just wanted to say because, you know, like when... I know this is kind of weird, or I don't know, but when when, uh, I had uh, the cancer the first time, I didn't want nobody to know because it was like, that's my private business and nobody's supposed to know because, you know, I I don't say I was embarrassed, but uh, I just, I didn't want to share it. Yeah. Only with the, you know, closest family or friends and stuff like this, you know, I didn't want nobody to know because I don't say I was ashamed, but I was just like saying, you know, I have something that, you know, not everybody gets, but they get it and then, you know, I'm not saying they're bad people, but it's just, you know, something you don't want to share. Okay. And uh, that was the first time. And then when I came to America to the family, to my family, then it was a different story. Because I had more people to talk with, you know, with you guys. We discussed. And we talked about, you know, hey, there's no reason for you to be ashamed of this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was saying, yeah, that's true. But it was just something that I had to work on. Yeah, yeah, to work through it. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, especially, and then and and it was different this second time. So the fir- yeah. you didn't have a you had a full mastectomy on one side. Yeah. And then the chemo was hitting you so hard, you yeah. weren't expecting that. Yeah. I don't think you give your credit for the strength that you have. You know you're strong in theory, but to wa- to stand outside of you and watch you walk with your strength is something remarkable. It is something miraculous. It is something that has left me in awe. <laughs> well, I tell you, <laughs> I just said like this, this is the only way I can survive. I have to survive, and the only way I'm gonna survive, survive is, Linda, you get knocked down, you stand up and you dust yourself off, and you start walking again because that's the only way it's going to work. And uh, I saw that, or I felt that uh, being pitied or being, you know, like when when people are starting to hover over you and say, (laughs) oh, oh, that, oh, and then patting you and all this stuff, it weakens you. And then the next thing you know, you do start to curl up and get little or dry up or something, you know. And I said, no, uh -uh, uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, I ain't having that. Yeah. Because I'm strong, and I'm not bad to look at. <laughs> Therefore, I said, I didn't want my beauty to leave. <laughs> no, I'm talking, talking. She's talking beep, trash. <laughs> beep, beep. No, but you were so, and then I remember we had an event. It was an event coming up, and you, the hair had come off uh, oh, about a yeah. month prior. And so yeah. you had been wearing, you had been wearing scarves, which you always wear anywhere. So that's not yeah. odd. But I remember the event was coming up. And you were very, very nervous. Yes. Um, because you felt embarrassed and yes. ashamed that you had lost your hair, yes. not having lost it the first time. And you were processing through, how come I didn't lose it the first time? What's different? How come I'm everything's so different? You, you were processing. Yes. And I told you, Auntie Nani, you have nothing to be ashamed about. You are absolutely beautiful. You have a beautiful shaped head. I mean, the shape of your head. It's like perfect. You put you some hoop earrings on, girl. Put your outfit on. Put on my eyelashes. 
put your lashes, whatever you want to put on, and let's do this. And I remember we had a moment, you and yeah. I, because yeah. you you were like, no, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not. You were saying yeah. something. You didn't want to go. You yeah. didn't want to. You wanted to get a wig. You wanted to. And yeah, I didn't I want said, to be seen. I didn't want no one to see me yeah. because. It was just like when you don't have no hair on your head, you know, especially a woman. Yeah. And I just said, oh, my God, how's it going to look? I said, they're going to look at me like I'm right. different or I'm right. kind of Martian or something. I said, no. you know, that's going to make me angry. I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, you can't do that, Linda. Uh, that's not nice. And you. But, no, you talked me into it. Yeah. Because I said to myself, I can't. Yeah, I she will wasn't not. going to the event. Yeah, I'm not gonna going to do it. I'm just going to hide. Yeah. And you talked me into it. I did. And then I said, okay. I said, I'm just going to kind of step back. I said, I don't think nobody will notice me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. But I said, I'm the only bald woman in there, so they, somebody's going to notice me. But I just said to myself, Linda, you got to put on your big girl undies and you go out, you go downstairs and you get yourself in there and just be happy like you always are. But, you know, just don't oh. be looking to see who's watching, you know, just no, be yourself. Walked, you walked in that room and you were so stunning and you were so confident. No one knew the moment we had couple days prior yeah, right there were tears oh yeah. there was shouting oh man and it was, just... was a personal moment but you walked in with such confidence and every single person it wasn't they didn't see cancer they saw a woman who was stunning with her whole entire look her fit was right her he earrings were right her yeah. whole you were stunning i'm gonna find a picture of that night and you were absolutely stunning, and they were like, "Oh, I love it! I love the the response." Yes, it was incredible. Because I remember walking with you, so yeah. that if you needed support, I'd be next to you. Yeah. In case I tripped and fell or something. Yeah, or if somebody said something yeah. you didn't, and you needed yeah. me to help you straighten, straighten them up. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did that. And it was different. And from then on, you were so, I, you were glowing so much because everybody was so positive and loving. Yes, and warm. They received you so warmly. You just glue. You glue. Is that that's not even a word? <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me. You. I got excited. You just started glowing even more. You were just glowing, and that glow was coming through you. And you were still dealing with treatment. Yes. You were still having to give yourself supplements so you can have yes. an appetite and sleep well. Yes. But you were glowing because you had your confidence up and you were able to, to, to um, show up for yourself in that moment. I have to say this is where you gave me the ultimate uh, strength mm. to just say now. And from that point on, when I went and bust that bubble, mm. then I knew I was on top. Mm. And I said, okay, Linda, now if you can do this, yeah. you can do anything. Girl. And this is what, and this is what uh, I have to say, family, yes. you guys just, you just gave me so many up notches, or how do you say, pushed me up notches yeah. to become the person of saying, you know what, hey, Whatever you guys think, or what, whether you like it or not, I like it. 
Yeah. I love it. Yeah. My family loves it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And this gave me the confidence yeah, we were so to really, to you know, uh, go out even ball if I had to, you know, but I kept my scarves on because I was pretty good scarf. I was a pretty good scarf tire. I, I had some, I had some stuff on my head. I was gonna say I had some beep on my head because <laughs> oh, I was tying in scarves. Oh, I was good. I was proud of myself. Yes, always but, looking um, like a queen. But always. this was something that you know because you and I we have this special, <laughs> this special thing. Amongst you and me, yeah, and we've got the looks, we got everything. We look at each other, and you look, and I'm looking at you, like, and you nod your head, and say, "Okay, that's good." But when you shake your head, Auntie Nani, that ain't that. I that said, ain't oh. it. I said, that "Okay," ain't it. and I look. Can I wear this? <laughs> oh, that's good. But you know, you got to twist. I said, I'll twist it up. Yeah. And I tell you, no. So, no, you were really my strength <laughs> when it came down to that, mm. because for me to come out. In at public, this, in a yeah. huge event with a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, and show my bald head. <sighs> you did but, it. But um, so from that point on, point on, oh, I was on cloud nine. And I just said, I can do anything. Mm. Put your mind to it. And then you get through that moment. And you had to... Um, you, <laughs> you'd had the chemo pills after you finished all of the treatment for this time too yeah well and everything looks good yes and what was it 10 was it 10 10 years uh that's what i'm trying to think yeah 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 Yeah, it was was 10 because they told me that i was to stop taking the pills at three years and i go no no i still need them because you're i went five and then after that next thing i know it's almost 10 years and i go she goes well linda i don't know if they're still working i said yeah they are i can feel it (laughs) so you chose to you chose to stay on the chemo pills longer than the doctor had that was my security blanket you know i just you know yeah kept me with the strength you know whether i whether they were working or not they were working as far as in my mind they okay. were working there you go and then we get 10 years out of that set time too and then this was the one it bam it hit me again i go oh so you just can't are you that madly in love with me that you just can't leave my body wow. i said okay well let's do this dance again and I said, but you know, I think this is, you're not coming back this time because I'm going to have to really take you out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was just, you know, something that, I, it's not saying I got used to, but I just knew how to deal with it and how to, uh, to, to support myself yeah. with this, this thing that I was dealing with. And, uh, but the really funny part is, is that, have you ever seen, Cancer with legs, <laughs> because when it, when I don't know how this. it jumps from one end to the other. You know, it jumped from one breast and went over to the left side. Yeah. And I, I asked my doctor. I said, "Well, tell me something. Does cancer have legs?" <laughs> and she says, "No." I said, "Yeah, I was thinking the same thing." I said, "So now tell me how this one works. Yeah. Where it jumps from one breast to the other." Yeah. She couldn't answer me because. We don't know. Don't know. And I don't know. I mean, hey, I wasn't taking no kind of pills where they were taking our, taking uh, some kind of syringe and taking fluid from that one and shooting it in the other one. No, nothing. I don't know how it happened. 
I had all my radiation, and I had all my lymph nodes and everything covered. They had they. They removed, all of them. And they removed some from the right side. Yes. They were all taken. Uh, well, not, not all, because we have... They um, took uh, uh, five from the first one. Okay. And from this last one, they took 13. Yes, from the opposite side, Yavol. Yeah. Yavol. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, it's just weird. But you know what? I just said to myself, hey, you don't have time to think about... Oh, I think, really, I try to dissect it and say, no, nah, I just really want to know how that happened. No. Yeah. I didn't have time for that because if she didn't know, you think I was going to know? Right. So I just said to myself, let it go and just deal with it again. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing, you know, and I'm just, hey, I'm enjoying my life. Yeah. I'm not uh, putting any stops because uh, I don't have to. I'm healthy. Yeah. It just happens that it just likes me yeah. and it jumped on me again. But, this, hey, I... Don't want it to come, but right, it's right. there. Right. So therefore, I deal with it. Yep. And I uh, just say, don't be afraid of it, because you got it. You deal with it. But when you, I just know how I feel within my within me that if I was to 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 get weak or to start doubting myself, mm. it could be worse. Mm-hmm. But um, everyone has to believe in themselves, yeah. And just know, okay, don't nobody want to. Have, no one wants to have this uh, this this yes. disease or any kind, right? But when it's when you have it, mm-hmm. you have to deal with it, and you have to stay strong. Yeah. I don't care how you do it, yeah. But you have to stay strong. Because this is the way you will beat him. Yeah, if you can. If you're going to beat him. Yes. But the thing about it is, hey, listen. Hey, I've been dealing with cancer for, what, over 30 years. Yeah, in the fight. And I've been fighting him all this time. I've been enjoying my life also all this time. Mm -hmm. And like I say, I know the things that I had to change. I've changed my way of eating. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I still dance when my knees allow me to. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I just enjoy myself. I eat good, but I just choose my food now. Yeah. I don't go and just eat stuff. Another beep. <laughs> but uh, I just don't eat stuff. I just right. say, okay, Linda, what's important? Yeah. What's good for you? Yeah. Even though, I mean, I can eat those things, but yeah. I can't eat them as In often. Moderation. Yavol, yeah. yavol. Yes. And this is what I do. Yes. And I'm just enjoying myself. I'm eating and I'm dancing. I'm yes. singing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I'm just, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And when I hear people speaking of breast cancer and stuff like this, you know, I don't like to get in anybody's business. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if one was to ask, then I would. Tell them how I did it. Exactly. And how I'm still doing it, even though I've had it a third time. But uh, I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm not scared of it. Right. I just hate that I have it. Yeah. But, okay, I accept it. And, hey, let's do this. Come on, let's do this thing. Yeah. And uh, the way you work with works... You got, there's things you got to change, though. You got to change your, the way you eat. Mm-hmm. You got to change the way you think. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Bring him closer to you. You bring that energy down and closer to you because mm-hmm. 
I've had so many miracles in my since I've had cancer. God, you cannot imagine. And I know them, and I can feel them, and I, it's like I can see them. And I just look up at them and say, oh, you did it again. I say, okay, I'm right with you. We're hanging together. Because, uh, hey, I mean, it doesn't seem like one can live with this. Mm. But you can. But you just got to be careful. It's going to take me out one day, I'm sure. But I don't say because of cancer. Because old age. Right. (laughs) Because I say it like this. We are born to die. Yes. And I don't care how anybody, people say, I'm not going to die. And don't mention that because you're going to jinx me. No, 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 no. no. None of us are getting out of here alive. (laughs) Nobody. As I say, Mm -hmm. your pajamas, when when you put your pajamas on. They don't have no pockets. You can't take no money, no jewelry. You can't take <laughs> nothing. Beep with you <laughs> because you can't take shit. I'm sorry, I said it now. <laughs> nope. And so, therefore, I just say enjoy your life. And if you have something, uh, whatever kind of uh, something that's <laughs> crying, dis- disagreeing with you or something no. you don't like, mm-hmm. okay. The only way you're going to be able to continue to enjoy your life is you got to accept it. Yes, that's the first thing. You accept it, and you know where your power is, is up above you. Yeah. Because he's always there. Yeah, and, and within you. Yes, and it's like this. He's just waiting for you to start asking him questions. What should I do here? Yes. How do you think I should do that? I love the way Hey, you listen, say it. and for me, you know. I mean, people think I'm crazy because I do talk sometimes to myself, but I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to him. Okay. And I just happen to do it out loud. <laughs> but, you know, I don't do it in, in public places, you know. I, oh, I do. I, I just do it in, you know, I do it in my car. I do it in my bedroom or something like this. But I talk, but, you know, my sister's caught me a few times. She said, who are you talking to? I said, Nobody. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm talking to him. Yeah. And she says, does he answer? I said, yeah, he does. Yeah. And so she says, oh, I said, because I answer back. You know, I give the answer. I said, and I usually give the right ones. I said, so I don't have to worry about anything oh, else. I you guys always are funny. Good, I always get good answers. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's really good. And it's really powerful um, you said about <clears throat> having your mind having your mind right yes so important and i mean you know for me because and that you said you can't fight that's that's what i was trying to say i'm sorry i lost my thought for a minute mm-hmm. you were saying that you can't fight when you get scared you don't fight properly you don't that is huge you don't wow you start hiding because you need to get focused yeah you gotta your get fear fo- yeah removes your focus exactly it's a distraction Exactly. And same. it's okay to have fearful moments and to say, "Oh my yeah, goodness," well, and to be at the you know. Yeah, but well, you got to get you got to get in alignment. At yeah. Sometimes you got to fall in. Yeah. Fall in line. Because that's the same thing, you know, with a boxer and stuff. You know, yes. he's got to focus on his on his, the one he's getting ready to punch. Right. And if you're not focused, then you're gonna get hit all different kinds of ways. Right. The thing is, focus, and it's. I'm not saying that's the cure. No, no it's not the cure, but it makes it more comfortable for the person, for you. Yeah, I understand. It makes me comfortable. Yeah, I understand. Because I know exactly, because when I, hey, I can look at all kind of food. Hey, I love eating. <laughs> but I see all the different foods at the table, and I mean, so many things maybe is something that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. 
You he tells me. Yeah, what to eat and what not to he eat tells at the moment. And I look and I said, oh, okay, mm. I'll take this and this. And it's always saying, I'll get that another time. Yeah. I can always have it another time. Exactly. That's how I do it. So... This is so, I'm so proud of you for talking. This is, this is her first time talking like this publicly, and I hope mm. that this begins um, a journey for you of uh, encouragement to others. Because like I told you, and like I know, we don't survive anything to keep it to ourselves. We right. survive things to share um, just for encouragement. One person, one word can encourage someone's day. It can change their whole attitude. As you've seen, I've, w- I've witnessed you as we've walked with others after your first, yes. second diagnosis. We've walked with others with yes. cancer um, and how they come to you and they leaned on you. And some of them are not with us anymore. But you yes. know what? That it, they had those that hope for that day. Yes. Sometimes you just need hope for this moment. Yes. So I'm so proud of you for being willing to come and talk about this uh, as your first time yes uh, publicly yes and so hopefully never know I will always hear, be here to support you in anything that you need to do further I as said, far as this concern I say it like this because first of all you know not only are you my lovely niece <laughs> my chatsily mm. but uh, it's uh, something <laughs> you're very easy to talk with no and one thing for sure is that uh, you give me the confidence mm. that I need to more so because, you know, I'm st- I don't say that I'm scared. Maybe I'm shy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's something that, you know, I still like saying I'm going to, this is, this is my stuff. Yeah. Is, I'm going to keep it to myself. Well, you know? when, you know, we're both the youngest in the, in the, in the, in the lineup of the birth line. So <laughs> yeah, when right. you're the youngest, sometimes yeah. you think, you, I've heard this recently because I've been doing a lot of talking with people who are the, the babies of the family. Yeah, well. So you, you, we like, we value keeping things for ourselves because yes. I don't know why, but. I know, but you know, it, it's so uh, right and it's, the only way to, especially with something like this, you have to share it with other people because yeah. there are people that are still weaker yeah. and scared. Well, they don't know. No one's telling them, you know, to think what you're talking about is taking your thoughts captive. This is scriptural. Yes. God tells us to take our thoughts captive, mm-hmm. bringing them into obedience mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Bring them to Jesus. Take mm-hmm. them to the Holy Spirit. Take your thoughts. Cap- capture that bad thought mm-hmm. and take it to God and say, here, can you examine this thought for me? Is this true? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I, you know, um, damaged? Mm-hmm. Am I worthless? Mm-hmm. You take that thought and God says, if you listen, he'll mm-hmm. show you. No, exactly. You're not damaged. You're my child. So you. that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the, taking thoughts captive. You're talking about... Um, being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You had to renew your mind. You had to yes. rethink how you think. Yes. Yes. This is this yes. is what he's asked us to do. Yes. So no wonder it gave you power and it's given you strength. Yes. So my final question to you is if you if you knew, say you were um you knew that you were gonna face this three times, you were gonna have feel like everything was cool and then get hit with it again and then feel like everything was cool and then get hit with it again. What would you have told Linda the first time? 
about what her journey was. What would you have, what, what love, what, what advice would you have offered her? Young you, hearing it the first time, knowing that you're going to hear this not once, but three times. What would you have told her to help her? I would say to her, first of all, you're a strong person. And you do take directions very well. But mm-hmm. you have a power mm-hmm. that's mightier mm-hmm. than mighty. And it's just sitting there and he's saying, um, ask me whatever you want to ask me. I'm here to help you. Mm-hmm. But you have to come to me right now because wow. you need my help even though I'm going to give it to you anyway whether you ask or not but still I want to make sure you know what you're facing and I am here to help you get through it so therefore I say to you the next few times it's not going to get easier Mm. but just remember I'm here to help you and as long as you ask your wishes are my command. Mm. And uh, you just have to believe in this mighty power. I mean, people, I mean, they say so many things and, you know, and uh, things that are really not so pleasant. But the thing about it is like this, you know, I've always believed mm. in him. Mm. I will always love this This power and him I am his child Mm. and I have received so many miracles from him miracles that I don't remember Mm. and miracles that I felt I see and the only thing I can do is I smile and I say you did it again (laughs) I said Uh, You are really the person that you really are. Mm. And I love you. I believe in you. I can get mad with you. And I say some things to you. I say, but I'll take it back. Don't don't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) He can uh, take it. He's God. He can take it. That's right. And I just know. I just say, and then I laugh. I talk a lot with him. Yeah. I do. But I just say, you know what? That's what you tell her. Believe, <clears throat> believe, 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 and you'd be surprised how far it'll take you. Wow, that's beautiful. Why, thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> you're just too, you're, you're a superhero. You really are. Beautifully stated. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me, with us. And um, allowing me to, uh, you know, expose you in this way, if you will. Well, I say it like this. You know what? You have spoken to me many times. And you said, Auntie Nani, it's like this. You have a story to tell. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you're ready to tell it. And at some at uh, earlier, I wasn't ready to tell it because, you know, I was still like... Hiding, yeah. but now you know when I look look at you and how you've you've grown so strong and and 
your words, you are such, I mean, you're such a beautiful writer and your words and you just make me feel comfortable as I'm sure you do so many others. Mm. And that's why I just love you so much because, you know, you're a lot like I am. <laughs> I knew it was she's coming. She's always, I mean, you know, she's always, you always are, where, you know, think about others and you want to make people feel comfortable. You're beautiful. You, 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 you're everything. You're and this is yourself. What, no, 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 no. This is you. Just, and I just have to say to you, I said, you know what, Linda? It's time. Yes. Because. Uh, and you. She, you, <laughs> help me. You help me all the time. No. You know when I'm not feeling well about something. I mean, I don't talk about yeah. the cancer. No, it's not that. Just you know, anything. Yeah, yeah, things. You know, where maybe someone hurt I'm my feelings sensitive. or said something. You know, because I'm, yeah. I am sensitive, but yeah. I'll never let nobody know it. Yeah. Because well. I say I keep it to myself. I cry by myself. Yeah. Just and, like uh, me. Yeah. I'm just like. You. <laughs> See. I think but that's, yeah. I just say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, my Shatsley, <laughs> my beautiful niece. Mm. Thank you so much for being able to make me tell my story. I mean, there's lots mm. more, so it, yeah. one day I'll tell you some more things. Yeah. But I just say this is the first step. Uh-huh. And I say thank you so much for my first step. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I love you. I love you so much. I love you dearly, deeply, and for life and forever, and I will always love you. And so this is great. I'm so proud of you. You did it. I did. You know, a little nervous. She was nervous, (laughs) but you were so excited. And I, I was telling Ayana yesterday, I said, she's ready. She's very, she's fired up. So we did it. We sure did. I love you. With your help, and I love you so much. Thank you so much, my baby. Yes, yes, yes. Well, everybody, thank you. We have lots of thanks going on here. <laughs> but we want to thank you for uh, listening today and uh, whenever you're listening. I hope this um, that it helps. I hope it helps you tell your story or helps you if you're walking through or you know someone that you're walking alongside with something that is has potential to devastate their heart, devastate their body, that it gives you a little insight of how you can be supportive and to yourself or to them. Um, I just hope it helps because uh, we have to share our stories as we survive them. It gives God the glory. Um, when we acknowledge how he brings us through these situations. That's what this life is about. We are all going to go through something. We all have things that we've survived. There is no bigger, mine's big and yours is small. It is what it is for you. And so we have to um, honor each other and support each other in sharing because just like I've witnessed with you, When she goes into a room, especially going to the center to get treatment, and there's a woman there who is not as strong, who's not um, as uh, um, understanding or surrendered or submitted or accepting of where she's at. I've witnessed this woman in front of me go right into that woman into conversation. And I've seen the atmosphere change as she just deposits a little seedling of hope into that woman i've witnessed how the atmosphere changed i've witnessed how she got hope for that moment yes we live for moment to moment because no one is promised the next moment 
That is so true. People say you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised the next moment. That's right. So share your stories. And I hope that you um, share this episode with someone you care about. And I hope that it plants seeds of hope and plants seeds of encouragement and inspires you to reconnect with God if you've not connected with him lately or um, it empowers you to stand on your faith even more, even deeper, to be unwavering in your faith and being intentional about the thoughts that you hold on to and the ones you say, you got to take a hike. You need to go. Mm -hmm. And as always, you can visit us at love-manifested.com. Our Survivors of the World um, clothing line is there for you to purchase. And the sew line, there's other clothing pieces, items there as well. But the sew line, all the proceeds from the sew line are donated to the um, listed organizations that we have there on the site. So again, to all you precious hearts out there, remember as long as you have breath in your body, you are still part of God's plan. So focus and manifest love wherever you go. Until next time, with love. I love you guys. May I say one thing before we we leave? Yes. I just want to say to all the lovely, beautiful ladies out there, whether you have something or you just just beautiful, you must always believe in yourself. Mm. You are stronger than you can ever imagine. You have to believe. Yes. And I just tell you, honey, between God... And you believing, honey, you can conquer the whole world. You can do whatever. You can get anything you want. Believe. That's good. Positive. Negative has no space for nobody because it doesn't bring you anything. It's empty. Positive is the world. And you can get it. Believe. And that mighty, mighty God up above you. I love you guys. Amen. Ooh. This is fire. <laughs>